the podcast, a TV show talking about me and my mom. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, TV with my mom, the podcast where me and my mom talk about TV. TV and other things and life amongst us. I bit my lip today when I was eating lunch, and I, I keep—it's like this, like corner of my lip. <laughs> and now, like even sometimes when I'm talking, even it like snags on my tooth because it's so messed up. How are I'm you doing, doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. And yourself, Rachel Cronin? I already said how I'm doing. Oh well, I, you have a bit tooth, a bit lip. Yeah, it's bugging me. Um, I'm fine. I've had a, I had a day at work. Yep. And completed it. Oh, cool, great. No one cares. Came home. <laughs> Do you want to sing our theme song? Yes. Well, there are many renditions. Or I guess our segment. It's not really the theme song. The theme song is TV with my mom. She's not your mom. She's my mom. <sighs> Zippity do. Get on with the music. Nope. Hold on. Let me start again. Okay. It's not music. <laughs> do you like the sound effect? I like gross? it. You do it different every time and I love it. All right. Let me think of one. All I can think of right now is violins, and I can't do violins. Oh, please try. <laughs> I don't think I can, because I'm thinking about, like, a cello violin, like, Days of Our Lives. Ooh. No, that's Star that was Trek. That great. That's Star Trek. Okay. Happy Star Trek Day yesterday. And TV news. Here you go. Go. Thank you. <laughs> Star Trek Day was yesterday. Yes, I know. <laughs> oh, is that part of the TV news? No, but I well let let's make it. Do you part know of it. why it was part of why it was Star Trek Day yesterday? First of all, what day was yesterday? September 9th. nine nine eighteen nine nine eighteen. I just wanted to clarify for everyone why is that Star Trek Day? It's the first uh, the first episode of Star Trek aired. Oh, September 9th was the original series, the first episode. Sure, sure. What, are you <laughs> making this up? No, it is. <laughs> I think so. Okay. I think I read that. Jeez, oh, Louise. All right. Well, that's a great bit of... I happen to think Star Trek is a lot more fun than Star Wars. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, but I do. <laughs> we cannot get into that debate right now. All right, but I'm just telling you. I enjoy Star Trek more than I do Star Wars. That debate could last an entire podcast. <laughs> well, maybe that's for next week. <laughs> Here's my pieces of TV news. Okay, pieces of TV news for reals. Okay. Go. The other week, several weeks ago, we talked about how... Uh, Les Moonves of CBS <laughs> was being accused of sexual harassment and yes. sexual assault by multiple women. Yes. And he was, nothing really was happening. Like, he was still going to be the head of CBS. Supposedly, he was, I think, he was negotiating his out number. Well, as of yesterday, the news is that he is resigning from his role, effective immediately, yes. um, amid fresh allegations of sexual misconduct. Some more... People came forward, yes. But uh, it said that as part of his departure, he is going to donate $20 million to organizations that support the Me Too movement. Do you know how much his departure money is going to be? I'm kind of wondering. $125 million. Oh, no way. $125 million. It just saw it on the news. Wow. <laughs> and he's given 20 I say give 100 You keep the 20 Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Um. That's what they just said on the news. I don't know if that's for reals or not. Yeah. Well, I'm interested to hear what Ronan Farrow has to say next, because he's the guy who's publishing all this stuff about uh, yeah. the YouTube movement. So good on him. Anyway, that was from the Hill uh, website, thehill.com. Gotcha. Um, my other piece of TV news. Something light and bright, I hope. Oh, I was just going to say a somber. Okay. Never mind. Go ahead. There was a passing this week. Meek Bill. No. 
Mac the other Mill. guy. The other guy. Mac, Mac Miller. Miller. It was two M's. That's not who I was going to talk about oh, because he doesn't have anything to do with television. Oh, sorry. Edit that. No, it's staying in. Oh, Mac Miller on. also died drug overdose at 26, but I was going to talk about Burt Reynolds. Oh, Burt. passed away. He died at 82. And uh, we, I know many people in my family, huge fans. Yes. Um, and the other week we were talking about how Magnum P.I. is getting rebooted. And I was like, isn't that Burt Reynolds? Oh, my God. We nearly killed you. So we just recently spoke about Burt Reynolds. So um, anyway, we're sorry to say that Burt Reynolds has died. Passed on to the great um, truck stop in the sky. That's it. That's all I had for TV news. Do you have anything else you want to share? On TV news? Yeah. No. I've got some. We both finished. I don't know if this is TV news. Oh, sure. Well, this is like podcast recap. Podcast recap. Short version. We both finished um, Sharper Objects. Sharp Objects. Sharp Objects. Whatever. (laughs) And we both were totally amazed. And don't tell mama. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, it's so creepy. <laughs> the ending really was crazy. It was a great show. Um, we're, let's not give anything away. Let's not spoil anything. Oh, no, we will not spoil anything. Because people should watch it. It's eight episodes. You can watch it on HBO. You can watch it in one day. You could. Well, that would be a day, but you could. <laughs> it's gonna. There's going to be a hurricane coming. Oh, yeah. Batten down the hatches and watch some sharp objects. Yeah. We recently had one of our listeners check in with us and say, hey, did you finish uh, sharp, sharp objects? objects yet? You can talk about it. So this is us talking about it. it. The way it was done, I like, you know, usually like, not usually, but sometimes when I'm reading something or watching something, I'll be like, mm, I think it might be this person or like, oh, I bet you that guy's a robot when we're talking about Westworld. Right. You think it's totally somebody else. No, I mean, like, I, sometimes I know. I yeah. get it. And it's like, oh, okay. Oh. I got this already. It's like you skipped ahead. Right. But then, and I kind of did that with this one. I was like, okay, I know who it is. Mm-hmm. But then there is such a twist at the end because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I was right. I was not right. You think you're right, and then you're like, oh, Jesus. I had no, not I solved wrong. the murder mystery. And um, I think if you love that kind of stuff, if you're into that kind of stuff, Gillian Flynn, Gone Girl, um, you know, we talked about it. Go back, listen to that episode of the podcast. We don't spoil anything because we only watched the first ep- It's Gillian. Are you sure? One dollar bet? Okay. I don't know. Did I we like... not talk about this on the podcast? It's Gillian Anderson, <laughs> not Gillian. So... We have done a full episode on sharp objects. You know that, right? You remember? Sure. Okay. So. Did I already talk about Gillian or Jillian? Um, in the podcast, I said, I've been mispronouncing her name. It's not Jillian Flynn. It's Gillian Flynn. Okay. Well, then I don't remember any podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. But maybe you didn't hear me when I said it, you know, all those weeks ago when we did this. Uh, maybe. How to pronounce. How do you pronounce her name? My name is... Mm. My name is, my name is, Jillian. The G is pronounced hard, as in Gil, not Jill. Gillian Flynn. Dollar, dollar, dollar. Well. You owe me a dollar. No, I was right. I was right. I said it's Gillian Flynn. Oh, I thought said it was Jillian. Okay, never mind. (laughs) Ten seconds had passed, and she didn't remember the conversation we had had. Good Lord. Um, so, yeah, the point is, if you like her as an author, if you read Gone Girl, if you maybe you read Sharp Objects, check out the show. It's done really well. The director was great. We both loved it. We did. Mom had watched it and recapped the first episode for me. Go back and watch it because it's worth it. Yes. I wonder how, who was the lead character, lady's name? Amy Adams. I wonder how Amy Adams got that stuff on her. 
Oh, the makeup for yeah. all the scars? Was it like, did she wear like tattoo sleeves? I think it was, well, let's say the majority of the show, you don't see her skin. Right. she covers everything up. But when she, okay, so I suppose that. I bet you it was just like a lot of time in a makeup chair. I get it. Um, anyway, so that's TV news shut down. And then now that's podcast recap corner yeah. section segment. We did that too. Yeah, we did both. Is there anything else we Multi- want to? Multitaskers. Yeah. So that brings us to today's, the main portion of our today's. Today's episode is about. Um, but we, we teased it last week. We did tease it last week. Oh, you remember? No. <laughs> <laughs> the Marvelous and Wonderful Mrs. Maisel. Wow, bravo. She added some words to the title, but otherwise she got it right. So, um... Sorry. This is a show that's been out for a while. Um, It finished its first season, and it's available on Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon Prime, yes. Um, It started in 2017, so it's... The second season isn't out yet, and uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I've been meaning to watch it, and so, Mom, you watched the first episode. I did. I've watched it twice. Oh, great. <laughs> because um, I thought I would prepare myself because I watched it last week and you know how um, those things go. All right. So so you're going to recap it for me? Um, Do you want a recap? A whole recap? I or, want like a, a quickie. I want like a five to six minute recap. Oh, that's a time constraint. <laughs> you can do it. All right. So we are, I already said the name of the show, so I don't have to say it again. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> and it's about... This um, this lady, her yeah. name is Mrs. Maisel. Right. Uh, Midge. Madge. Mm, <laughs> it's one of those M's. But anyway, mm-hmm. she's. it starts off, the whole first episode starts off at her wedding. And she's doing, she's like in the center around with, surrounded by all these tables, wedding guests, and um, a big Jewish wedding. And um, she's basically doing stand-up at her wedding, but it's not... She's never done stand-up. It's Midge, by the way. Midge. Mm -hmm. She's doing stand-up at her wedding, but she's never done stand-up? Well, it's kind of like she's welcoming the guests, and she's talking about, you know, how she met her husband, and all this other stuff. And it's a stand-up bit. I mean, it's totally stand-up, but I I don't think... She knew her calling as of yet. Oh, okay. It was like accidental stand-up? Yes. Okay. So that's just the way she is. She's a storyteller. Right. Got it. So then there's, you know, people are laughing at the wedding, blah, blah, blah. Um, they piss off the rabbi because they're shrimp and the egg rolls. And uh, and then during her little speech, they do little flashes of when she was in college, how she met her husband. Um, I forget her husband's name. Uh, Maisel. Mr. Maisel. <laughs> <laughs> And then they flash four years ahead from her wedding day. Okay. So now should they have two kids, a boy and a girl. The husband works. It's all very, I I think it's 50s because. It is 1950s. Okay, 1950. Very, very fast paced dialogue, which we love. Hmm. Um, Interspersed with like when she's traveling somewhere or they're going to another scene. There's all this 50s music. And I'm sure it must be like, you know, Rosemary Clooney and whoever the hell else sang in the 50s <laughs> I don't know who. but I'm guessing Rosemary Clooney is Rosemary Clooney from uh, White Christmas yeah so there's I mean I guess you could name a bunch of 50s artists Rosemary Clooney and those other ladies the well we don't need to blondie ladies don't uh, yeah, know that it matters. I don't know their names <laughs> um, so far you've told me that she gets married it flashes forward four years she liked to do stand up accidentally and she has two kids now. Right. She has two kids now. She's married. Her husband's in advertising. Got and it. Uh, once or twice a week, she bakes a brisket 
or cooks a brisket. I don't know how you make a brisket, but you do it. She gets a brisket <laughs> and puts it in her Pyrex thingy. She meets her husband at the office, and they go um, downtown New York, uh-huh. west side, east side. I don't know what it is. But sure. they go to the other side that they don't live on. They're Jewish. <laughs> yes. Got it. Um, and they go to this um, bar called The Gaslight. So The Gaslight, they must have like open mic once or twice a week. Okay. And uh, the husband would go down on his lunch hour and try to put his name in so he'd get a good time slot because he wants to be a stand-up comedian. Okay. She doesn't. He does. Well, she's, yeah. Yeah. Right. So um, the first time they go, she bring, she picks him up at work. She meets the guy he's working with. And you don't really know what the husband does. It's all very fast-paced. Got it. And she meets the secretary for the first time. That's her husband's secretary. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they go to the first thingy. Uh, she bribes the the uh, the bar guy, or the owner of the bar or whatever, uh, with the brisket to get her husband a good time slot. She did this every week? Yes. Holy well, sh- not, uh, sometimes it's not a brisket. Sometimes, like they bring this up in the first episode, um, the bartender, there's the bar owner, then the bartender's this short lady wisecracker. Sure. Um, <laughs> and she's like, last week it was your... It was your sister. She broke a toe. And the week before that, it was your son. He had measles. And the week before that, your daughter oh, had... Oh, I see, I see. So yeah. she's she's advocating for her husband. Yes. She works hard for her man. Yes. Got it. She works hard. She works very hard for her man. So they go. He does his... Um, he gets a 1030 time slot. He She sits at the table and listens to him. And she opens up her pink notebook. And she writes down when he gets laughs during his... A comedy routine. Wow. She's really And nice. she's like, yeah, she's really into it, making him, trying to get him yeah. uh, to have a good time. To be successful. Yes. Well, yes. So, turns out, the, when we first see him do his stand-up, it's, we don't know it, but he's doing a Bob Newhart bit that he's stolen from Bob Newhart. Oh. And she doesn't know it. She doesn't realize it either, but the little uh, wisecracking bartender the is lady. standing there watching the show and she's just like rolling her eyes and walks away so she i'm so mrs uh midge midge uh notices that and she's you know gives that little question you know why the hell did like she people walk are away? laughing why is yeah. she walking away yeah why is she walking why isn't she laughing too okay so they ride home in the they get done they write he makes like three bucks which is probably like 50 bucks nowadays <laughs> and you <laughs> okay <laughs> It is. I mean, I won't point out the fact that you were alive in the 50s. I was born in 1959, so I was only nine. You were only how old? What? <laughs> you were born in 1959. You know. Oh, yeah. So I wasn't. You I were... was like a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I meant that backwards. Sorry. <laughs> Eat me. Um, <laughs> okay. So anyway, they're riding home in the taxi. That was pretty dumb. <laughs> they're riding home in the taxi. And um, she's critiquing. He's got a few laughs. He's in a good mood. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because he sucks. He stole it. Yeah. She doesn't realize that, though. Okay. So they go home, and he gets ready for bed. And she has her, she has this, like, the you know, beautiful nightgown on and the matching jacket to the Very nightgown. And, yeah. And they both get into bed. And then she waits for him to turn off the light. And then two minutes later, she gets up. Goes into the bathroom, washes her face, takes off the five false eyelashes, puts curlers in her oh hair. Oh, God. She's, like, faking looking pretty at cold, night for him? Cold cream on her face and cracks the window shade just a little bit. I mean, it's just crazy. She cracks it just a little bit. So that in the morning, before the alarm goes off for him, the light wakes her up. So she jumps out of bed, washes it all off, takes out her hair, puts the eyelashes back on. Foot, 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 spritz, spritz, oh, my spritz. God. Yeah. Describe the look on my face. You're... you're like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) so i mean totally i mean my mom used to sleep 
I don't think my mom did that whole thing, but mm. I remember she would put curlers in her hair when, or when she had her hair done that day, she would wrap her head in toilet paper and go to bed. <laughs> but I don't think it was for any benefit for dad because <laughs> he didn't care. They got eight kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, yeah, he clearly was interested. Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> no matter like, what. There was no going back. So they live in an apartment uh, complex. Yeah. Like a high rise. Got it. And her parents live like four floors up from oh, them. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, so her parents, by the way, her father is Monk. Tony Shalhoub? Yes. <laughs> so I'm just Monk saying. Just, Monk just haunts this podcast. Monk, it's totally. <laughs> Not I had, psych. I had to look it up before you got here because I was like, wait a minute, is this that psych guy or is this the Monk guy? Oh my God, you drive me nuts with that. And it is Monk. So um, her, we got another request, by the way, for you to, to do an episode on psych. All right, I'll try. All right. Um, does, but it's not this guy. No, it's not Monk. God I know. Damn it. Okay, okay. <laughs> so anyway, I'll try psych. Okay. But anyway, so her parents live up above, and they're the total. I mean, I'm being. I'm not being anything bad saying like they're totally Jewish parents. I mean, they're just very, very Jewish. <laughs> New York Jewish. Right. So anyway, cut to the quick. They go the next night the, or the next time they go to the gaslight. It's he's very her husband's very frustrated because, you know, things were going well at work. Her Midge brought the wrong sweater, blah, blah, blah. They get to the thing. She brought a brisket. The guy's not there to take the brisket. <laughs> so he goes on a little bit later and he bombs uh like bombs bad he doesn't have anything he can't do a joke she's like just do a joke about the sweater that has holes in it to begin with and then move into your other bits and he just couldn't do it he can't tell a joke to save his life because he's been plagiarizing he doesn't know how to do it by himself right he Mm -hmm. doesn't know how to do it by himself so they get home that night they get into a big fight because he bombed yeah and he starts packing her suitcase to leave her And she's standing like there. Like he's kicking her out? He's leaving her because he's having an affair with the secretary. Oh, okay. And he, his life isn't going the way he wants it. But you just said that he was packing her suitcase. Well, that was what, that's one of the big bits. She's like, you're leaving me and you're packing, you're using my suitcase? Oh, it's, oh, it's her luggage. <laughs> yeah, it's her I luggage. I got it, I got it, I got it. Yeah. So he ends up leaving her. The next day is Yom Kippur. Mm-hmm. They've got the rabbi. Which is coming up, by the way. It is. It is. Yeah. Um... <laughs> They finally have have made up with the rabbi. He's coming to be at their whatever they Yom do Kippur, on, on their Yom celebration Kippur celebration. Yes. Um, so she's all upset because he's leaving her before that. And um, he ends up going. She goes up to tell her parents. Her parents freak out tell and pretty much blame it on her. Tell her that they, she has to put on a nice dress and go find her husband. I'm cutting it quick. And then she goes back downstairs. Her living room is staged for the celebration of Yom Kippur. And she dr- starts to drink the holy wine. <laughs> She gets drunk on the holy one. She gets drunk in her nightgown. She leaves the apartment. She goes down to the gaslight and she starts to do, she just starts to talk to the audience on stage in her nightgown. And she kills. And she kills it. She's freaking hilarious. Right. Fast paced. She ends up flashing her boobs. The cops bust in. Right. She gets okay. arrested for indecency. That's the first episode. Indecent exposure. Yes. <laughs> I was fast. I know, I know. I'm going to just have to cut down a lot of stuff. Sorry. Um, if it's we a wanted, good show. If, yeah. So Marvelous Miss Maisel is directed and written by uh, Amy Sherman Palladino, who is the same woman that directed and wrote Gilmore Girls. Yes. So, one of our faves. Tell me, uh, compare it to Gilmore Girls. Like, what do you think? It, if you put music to Gilmore, like 70s music to Gilmore Girls, it'd be the same thing. It'd be the same 
Right. You know, um, same thing. Because this one has fast-paced dialogue. There's a... Do you mean 50s music to Gilmore Girls? Well, no. When was the Gilmore Girls done? 70s. What? What? It's 100% set in the 90s and early 2000s. (laughs) That's when the show aired. She has a beeper. A winner? Well, what is wrong with you? What is a beeper? Oh, a beeper. Beat me. Page me. A pager. A pager. And that's it? 70s? 80s? 90s and 2000s. Late 90s, early 2000s. Edit that. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying it's very similar. In it's terms very of similar. Writing. Maybe I thought the 70s because of Carol King. Right. That's exactly what it was. That's exactly yeah. what it the was. The theme song to Gilmore Girls is Carol King. Yeah. The music in Gilmore Girls is, a, it crosses decades. It does. I mean, it's not all just 90s oh, my fucking God. rap. The rabbit hole that we're going into right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Compare just, it to Gilmore Girls. I was kind of. I yeah. mean, it's a leading lady. Yep. Snappy dialogue. Right. Quirky Supporting characters. Supporting characters. Thank you very much. No daughter. Well, the son and daughter are very young, so right. I wouldn't say. But along. But it's like female relationship, right? Because is the bar- you said the bartender's a woman. I think the bartender and Midge are going to get, you know, start a comedy group together. Like I think. she's going to be her producer. Yeah. I think that's going to happen. I think it's very like the town, New York City. It's <laughs> the a- town of New York City. Well, <laughs> quit. Dump it on me, Rachel. Here's a word of wisdom right in the middle of our podcast. No, save it. <laughs> All right, I'll save it. But remind me. <laughs> but I just want to say it's uh, the town that it's. I'm not the town. Oh, see, you threw me off my feet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're treating it like a the village. They're in the village. Ah. Uh. And Gilmore Girls is set in Stars Hollow. This, you only see, like, a small amount of uh, New York. They make it seem like a smaller community. Yeah. Like Gilmore Girls. Yeah. That's what I was going for. I see. Fucker. So do you like it? I do. I enjoy it. Do you want to know what Rotten Tomatoes has to say? Rotten Tomato, I'm going to say it gives it a... I'm going to say they give it in the 90s. Do you want to guess specifically? Uh, Specifically? Specifically? (laughs) It sounded like I said specifically. 94. (laughs) No, you got it. Uh, Yeah, I'm getting better at it. Critical (laughs) consensus. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is an upbeat addition to Amazon's original offerings propelled by a a playful yet poignant performance by Rachel Brosnahan. Uh, Audience score 95, tomato meter 94. It's got really great reviews. It also won two Grammys. Mm. Um, Grammys? Nope. (laughs) Golden Globes. Golden Globes. Golden Globes. It won uh, for best television series for a musical or comedy. Uh-huh. And okay. it also won for best performance by an actress in a television series, musical, or comedy for Rachel Brosnahan, who stars as Mrs. Mason. Oh, there you go. We had talked about this before, but uh, when she gets arrested the first time, mm. in the back of the taxi, she's arrested with Lenny Bruce. Yeah, so what do you think about the fact that there's, like... That's the only one that I know. Well, they're talking about Bob Newhart. Right. They talked about Lenny Bruce. They have Lenny Bruce in the show. Not the real Lenny Bruce, because he's past. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird if he was playing himself. That would be weird. 50 years ago. 60 years ago. Well, he OD'd. Did he? Yes. Did you Google him? Yes. Tell me about him, because I'm not sure. 
And mm, I'm not either. <laughs> what I know about him is that song from the musical Rent where they're like, Lenny Bruce, Langston Hughes. I think um, <laughs> That's all I, got. I did Google him before you came over just because I had to refresh my memory about Lenny Bruce. No, that's totally fair. But from what they were saying, there was he had he was involved in a lot of um, obscen- uh, obscenity trials oh, during that time. Interesting. So, yeah, I had to write that down. Obscenity trials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so I think he was arrested a lot for saying some pretty, you know, nasty stuff. Like counterculture. Yeah. Stuff. And I think he kind of, from what I read, uh, George Carlin took a lot from Lenny Bruce. Right. I mean, Richard Pryor. Yeah. Richard Pryor. And I think he started the whole thing where comics could be R-rated. Hmm. So it's interesting that they're bringing in like historically, uh, it's like a little bit like a historical show. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, no. In the same way that, like, Outlander might be a historical show where it's like, has nothing really to do with the time period, except you, like, learn about the Jacobite Rebellion rebellion and stuff. Jacobite Rebellion. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I was trying to pick a show that you watched and could, like, relate to. I hated to. Outlander. Oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter not. if you like it or not. You could, like, do you... Under- okay, it's like, it's kind of like Westworld. Westworld? <laughs> We are not on the same page right now. No, but... What um, would you rank the show? What would you give it? Uh, I'm going to give it a good solid... I'm going to give it a good solid eight. Out of ten? Uh, isn't that what it usually is? <laughs> it changes every time. All right. Yeah. I'm going to give it an eight. I'll watch it again. I'm going to start watching it because it seems like it could be really great. It was very funny. The, I mean, the second episode... The second time I watched it was funny, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I give you permission to watch the this, this second episode. Okay, but I tell you what, this is September 9th. Mm. No, today is September 10th. Mm-hmm. All you hear now, September 24th, September 24th, September 24th. All the new shows coming out September 24th. Oh. It's going to be a busy, busy time. Maybe we need to do a uh, fall, new fall shows coming out episode. Yeah, maybe. Um, the second season of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is likely to premiere in November of this year. Oh, cool. Yeah. That'll be good. And it's going to have 10 episodes instead of eight. Oh, so Even two better. more than the previous season. Even better. All right. Well, it sounds good. I'm going to watch it. You're going to keep watching it. And uh, maybe we'll report back at a later date. And uh, do you have a word of wisdom? You asked me to remind you about the one you were going to say in the middle of the podcast. I do. And I would like to say that, you know, my word of wisdom for this week is sometimes it's hard to be the brunt of a joke. Oh, mom. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so funny that it happened during this podcast because I thought was thinking about this before you got here. Right. Because I, it happened to me at work. Somebody made a joke about you? Somebody, oh, I went, I was in this meeting and I swear to God, every other sentence out of this person's mouth was a dig at me. Oh. And it wasn't like a bad thing. It wasn't like a personal dig. It was just like, a professional dig. Uh, like they were like, you didn't put out enough cookies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just trying to understand <laughs> what that meant. And not to downplay. It and, is important to have the right amount of cookies out. <laughs> it is. It is. It's. It's a. Uh, it's not easy. No. It's not even easy, easy being managing me. <laughs> a bakery is not the e- an easy job by any it's means. It's not. I know that because I am your daughter, and you've been doing it my entire life. It's, 
Pretty much. <laughs> but anyway, it's hard. So I'm just saying, and I have to work on this because usually I get, well, I get mad. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. I either get silent or I get mad. So is is your word of wisdom to let things like roll off your back a little I bit do. more? And I don't know if I've said this before in the pot in during our little tete-a-tetes. Tete-a-tetes. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> our tete-a-tetes. But you do have to let things roll off of you. It's not it's not good to carry it. No, man. Gives you stress, dude. Ugh, tell me about it. And then you just don't like talking anymore. Well, that's that's what I'm doing. I'm just not talking to that person anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope you keep talking to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, I laughed at you for calling New York City a town. And and also that Gilmore Girls was set in the 70s. I'm sorry. Isn't, doesn't, like, Frank Sinatra sing that town of towns? That, doesn't he sing that in one of those songs? It is a town, sure. You think it's just, like, a conglomerate. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where you're going. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say conglomerate. Concrete jungle. <laughs> Concrete jungle, not conglomerate. Yeah. All right. Whew. I've had enough. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm, that's fine. Um, so anyway, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. We will talk to you next week. I promise. I'll talk to you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Okay. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Sharper Objects interlude lasted a long time. I think it's Sharp Objects, Rachel. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Thanks for listening once again to TV with my mom. You can, you follow, can follow us, us on Instagram at TV with my mom and on Facebook at TV with my mom again. Don't add the again though, it's just TV with my mom. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at TV with mom and you can email us at TV with my mom at gmail at gmail.com. And you can rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and share this podcast with a friend. If you like what you're hearing, they might too. Yeah, and if you don't like somebody, share it with them again. Maybe it'll put a smile on their face. Maybe it'll bridge some relationships. (laughs) (laughs) Who do we want to thank? The list is so long. (laughs) Well, definitely John Dodson for our theme song and Diane Sullivan Thorson for our logo. Yes. Anybody else? No, that's it. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks, you guys. We appreciate it as always. And thanks to you, listeners. We hope to see you again next week. We won't be seeing them. Well, that's true. They'll be hearing us. (laughs) Great. Again. Goodbye. Have a good week and goodbye. (laughs)